Hello, all performers. One of the lines you oftentimes hear in personal, professional development and self-help is, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And we all know that we need to do it, or we need to be able to find some amount of comfort in discomfort if we want to stretch ourselves, if we want to grow, and if we want to outperform. And that's what this episode is going to address. And first and foremost, hopefully you're getting a little bit uncomfortable in your personal, professional, athletic life. Hopefully you're experiencing some amount of nerves If you're not, and trust me, I'm speaking from personal experience on this, for the times in my life where I felt a little bit stale or just blah or everything is kind of, everything feels a little bit like bland white rice, it's almost always because I'm not stretching myself, I'm not growing, and I'm not actually getting outside of my own comfort zone. So if this finds you in that spot right now, and if you're feeling at all that way, I'm hoping you'll take the next step to be able to seek that out because that's really kind of number one and that's the starting point for what we're talking about. Now, assuming that you've got that and that you're venturing into this zone of discomfort or getting comfortable being uncomfortable, then it's literally just your interpretation of nerves or your interpretation of the discomfort that makes all the difference. And first and foremost, what I've told any of the business leaders I've worked with as performance coaching clients or any of the athletes that I worked with back in the day, all that nerves signify is that you're about to do something worthwhile or meaningful to you, as well as you're about to do something that is stretching you a little bit out of your comfort zone. And both of those things are good things. If you're feeling a little bit nervous, it doesn't make you weak or broken or less than or somehow messed up relative to what someone else is feeling or not feeling. It's actually a very natural physiological response that we get when we are stretching ourselves. So I always like to frame it there. And then the purpose of this episode and what you're going to hear in a second, because This was part of a keynote that I did uh, down at Disney World speaking to a group of college students that were competing against one another in an organization called DECA. And of course, anytime you're competing against others, there is a defined winner and a defined loser. I understand that depending on where you're at professionally, perhaps you're not in that same exact spot, but there are certainly nerves that go with both. And One of the things that we have to appreciate when we look at the nerves is, to use a technical term, we have to appreciate the psychophysiology that goes into how we look at these things, which just basically the brain body, let's call it. And one of the interesting things about nerves is that we would call it a feedback loop as far as what we're doing. So let's say that you don't have a good self-awareness or you don't have an understanding of how to actually handle the nerves or handle the discomfort when it comes up. And let's say you don't handle it well at a time that you have been uncomfortable, at a time that you have been nervous. Well, what that does, whether you realize it or not, is that creates a feedback loop. And then that is going to influence your behavior the next time around whether that's an unwillingness to openly and authentically and courageously put yourself into those situations again, or whether it's kind of how much tension you actually get when you get into another one of those situations. 
because you had a poor experience with it the first time and it didn't go the way that you thought it would. So especially what I will share with you in the episode might sound like common sense, like a lot of things in life, but it's not always common practice. And I can guarantee if you will monitor the physiological part and the psychological part of nerves and of getting uncomfortable, you will handle it better when you willingly put yourself into those situations or if you're in a situation where those circumstances are thrust upon you, you'll be better prepared and you'll be in a better position to be able to handle it and to be able to outperform when you are actually there. And that will, in turn, create the feedback loop that you want, where now all of a sudden you either seek out those things more willingly or if they're thrust upon you, you just feel a little bit more comfortable in the discomfort each and every time that it comes up. Enjoy this episode, keep outperforming, and have a fantastic day. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. Now, three different tips that I can give you for the next couple of days that I guarantee will help you get the edge. David, let's go ahead, let's go to the next slide. How many of you, if we're all being honest and we're not trying to be all rough and tough, how many of you think you'll be just a little bit nervous maybe when you have to go into your competitions? Yeah, okay. I'm sure almost, whether you admit it or not, whether you gave me dinosaur arms or not, I'm sure a lot of you are probably going to be a little bit nervous, right? I was talking to Anthony, Melissa, I was talking to people backstage. We're all back there like prepping and nervous, kind of there's just that little bit of energy and nerves are a good thing. All it signifies is you're about to do something that is stretching you out of your comfort zone and something that you actually value and something that is worthwhile to you, something that's meaningful to you. Think about it. When is the last time you got nervous about something you didn't care about? It's never happened. So what that means is just you're putting yourself out there and it's, hey, I really care about this and I want to do a good job. So what are some things that you can actually do if you're a little bit nervous? There's something in sports psychology called the ZOF, or the Zone of Optimal Functioning. Now, I've never actually done this type of work necessarily, but there are a lot of people with sports psychology backgrounds that work with like 
police forces, firefighters, Navy SEALs, etc., on arousal control. Because what we know about psychophysiology, for using a, a fancy term, is that if we're keyed up past a certain point, we're not going to perform our best. We're not going to perform our best on the extreme. So you're not going to perform your best if you're yawning, if you feel like you can fall asleep. You're also not going to perform your best if you feel like you've had two pots of coffee or five Red Bulls, right? So there is a part where we all have an optimal area where we can perform our best. And the interesting part of this arousal control and looking at, okay, how can you actually get the edge on what you're doing? Well, the first one out of three different things that you can do is something that we never think about, but something that we probably should, because you're doing it right now, so am I. Breathing. Watch any top performer. For all of you that said you were sports fans, watch anybody in the, in the Stanley Cup playoffs, watch anybody in the NBA playoffs. When they are under the gun, when they are under intense amounts of pressure, you will see them taking long, slow, deep breaths. It combats something that we call the sympathetic nervous system. I'm not going to geek out over it because, quite honestly, you probably don't care. But it is one of those things that one of the best things that you can do if you feel like, you know, I just really have a lot of nervous energy right before I'm getting ready to compete, and I need to get that back to the optimal part. Well, there is a part of it where you can kind of mentally think about things until you're blue in the face, but if your physiology is all keyed up, you're never going to perform your best. So that part of taking long, slow, deep breaths, we start there. The next thing is actually looking at what are we focusing on. What you should focus on is the intersection of the things that matter and the things that you can control. If you find yourself very nervous about something, I will always just say anytime I'm working with top performers in business or in athletics, I say control the controllables. You can't control what other competitors are doing. You can't control what the judges are going to say, what scores they're going to give. You can't control any of those things. And if you're feeling an intense amount of nerves and pressure when you're doing something, chances are what you're focusing on is what might happen instead of what you're doing. Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more 
tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.